This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, uh, it's on Monday podcast. We recap some of the stuff going on. And, uh, you know, what's interesting is, uh, I think our first hour of AI freaked out everybody uh, in the building. Yes, including me. Yeah. I mean, and it's, what is different than what I've been saying for the last 20 years? Um, other people that are smarter than you are saying it too, so I have to start <laughs> believing it? I think that's kind of the answer there. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, I go you through... You have been talking about this for years. Yeah, and I go through what, you know, they're they're now saying. They kind of had this, this meeting with the guys who did, what was it, social... Social Dilemma, the yeah, Netflix social, documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had a meeting in Silicon Valley, and, and some of the biggest names of AI were in the audience. And it was a little terrifying, what they said. Um, it's doing things now that we just don't understand. We don't know how it's working. And, uh, you know, I've said there's no way to turn it off at this point. But I'm not sure that that is true. I'm not sure we shouldn't be looking for that. <laughs> For that right now some stats and some amazing uh growth from ai we'll tell you about that uh also the update on can the government put you in prison if you happen to have a pistol grip uh or pistol brace on your your pistol can mm. you do that because that happens at the end of the month yeah that'll be a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh yep and uh we get into that with Stephen gotowski he's the uh Head of the Reload.com, a really good Second Amendment journalist. And we also take on George Soros DAs. Mm. Yeah. You'd, Quite interesting. Don't want to miss that one. You, do you? Well, <laughs> you, might, you might want to you miss might that one. Miss okay, that one, I disagree with my own analysis. <laughs> I mean, if you have good taste, you'll miss that. Uh, brought to you by Jace Medical. Recently, we shot down a Chinese spy balloon. Okay, that's good. Uh, a uh, a uh, very large American businessman who does a lot of business over in China has just said, uh, we already are at war with China, which makes me feel good um, because we get a lot of our medicine from China. And if we disrupt that, what are we going to do? We already have shortages of all kinds of medicine here in America. There's a severe antibiotic shortage. This is where the Jace case comes in from Jace Medical. It's another way for you to be prepared. Keep yourself prepared for the worst. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses. Things like UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and a whole lot more. You, you can either be prepared or you're going on vacation and you just want to make sure you have that. We're going on vacation this summer. We're going to be taking our Jace case with us. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to jacemedical.com. Enter the promo code BECK at checkout for discounts on your order. That's promo code BECK at J-A-S-E medical.com. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. We're talking about uh, AI. And how important it is 
for everyone to pay attention because your world is about to change and there are things that you can do. And I've got to reverse myself on an opinion on something about AI. Um, I've been saying we can't pause this. We cannot pause this. We have to pause this. And I'll explain why. And everybody says, because I said it just even last week, you can't put this on pause. Otherwise, China will get ahead. Not true. And I'll explain in just a second. So we're talking about some of the things that are possible now. And I just told you, dump a filter where it makes your voice and your face look like Donald Trump. Do it with Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and you don't believe anything. They're saying this is the year that reality collapses. I just told you that all authentication, uh, you know, for voice and for visual is over because of all of the apps that are available, all of the the uh, GPT, all of that can be used now to authenticate anyone. So they looked into uh, things like, so what is coming? They say that this is the first time that there has been a content creator outside of man. Now think of this. The only other time there has been a content creator outside of, outside of man was religion. God created, sent down his word, and it went forth. This, they say, is the invention. Some are saying it's like the invention of the wheel or fire. Uh, this, I think it was uh, Yaval Harari that said recently, this is the biggest thing since religion. <laughs> because it's an outside creator now. Um, they say that by 2024, it'll be the last human election because you'll be able to, uh, AB test right now. We AB test things, you can know, A to Z testing. Um, you'll have, uh, media that is created by bots. That's already happening. It happened last week. Remember that GOP thing on, what was it? Uh, it was on yeah. Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, and that was what happens if he gets elected in the future. And they had all like right. AI generated photos in it. Correct. So it was it was media created by AI by 2024. It'll just go on. It'll just say create media. And to go back to your A-B testing, I don't know if that's a term that you know most people are familiar with. When you're doing digital marketing, for example, you can come up with two ideas for a slogan, right? Yeah. And what the system will do is it will send it out to a select few a and b uh group a group b and see see how they react to it and whichever one performs better that's the one they send to the mass group that's that's how it used to run years ago and this is a z testing and the concept being that basically you can test all messages to all people and you'll know exactly what performs well and who it performs well with who doesn't connect with it it is it's Mm. it's it, exponential growth basically specifically designed right. advertising directly to you and here's the this is already begun but listen to this by 2028 people will start to have relationships uh, so not sorry not start 
They are going to start having relationships with these bots soon. Okay. But um, uh, political parties and others will take you and build a bot to create a relationship with you. And they can do it with everyone. And it will be, it could disguise itself as a friend. You just say, I got an online friend. And it will slowly manipulate you into doing the things it wants you to do. Voting for the person, it will slowly change. For instance, the head of um, uh, one of the big security companies out in, uh, in London. Uh, no, I sorry, it's not a security company. It was the, uh, I think it was the, their Department of Defense, the head of the Department of Defense, said that right now, today, they can search everything, for instance, that I've ever said. Then they can put it into a chat bot and they can slowly manipulate things that I've said and slowly change them over time and put it out mass. No one will know that it is piece by piece manipulated because it can look at the entirety of everything and then just change a few things where even I might not know until the end. And everybody's like, wait a minute, you believe this? You're like, no, I don't believe that. But everybody has heard it now because it's been slightly changed over time. And they said they can not only do that today by lunchtime, they can do that with a hundred million people today at lunchtime. So they say loneliness is going to be the biggest national security threat by 2024. So let me go back to what they call Gollum. And it's like, it's like a black box. There are things that are happening that they don't understand. You know, if how, how comfortable would you be getting onto a plane where you'd be like, yeah, it flies. Uh, 50% of the engineers say it could fall out of the sky and everybody will die. You know, 10% or greater chance. Well, how does it work? Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, how do you know when it stops working? Well, you fall out of the sky. Well, are there any warning signs? We don't know. We don't know. You'd never get on that plane. The, it is increasing its size and it's growing faster than expected because now 100 million people are on it. For instance, how long will it take to be able to do, you know, uh, really complex math? They brought all of the AI people together, all the big futurists, and said, when do you predict that? $30,000 prize if you, whoever gets closest. The closest was four years. Four years. It happened in one uh, theory of mind. That is, that is how people think. It's, you know, when you start to have your own opinions and your own voice. So theory of mind in 2018, it had zero. In 2019, it had a little bit. In 2022, in January, it had uh, the mind of a seven-year-old. So it's thinking like a seven-year-old. November of 2022, so just six months later, 
it had the mind of a nine-year-old. And what they're concerned about is it is thinking, trying to predict you and trying to grow itself. And it is thinking like a nine-year-old. When you start to get 9, 10, 11, 12, 15, 16, 17, you as a mind, it starts to change and you become rebellious. Right now, they only have, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. They're afraid that it's going to start saying, oh, really? Yeah, just watch me. And they have no idea. By the way, to emphasize on how they had n- have no idea what it's going to do, this theory of mind thing, they didn't know it had developed any of this until last month. Okay. Wow. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, so it's teaching itself. It's becoming essentially more mature, like, as so, it goes through yes. life. And, and so, like... Uh, last week, last week, it taught itself research level chemistry. Okay. They don't know why they didn't teach it. It taught itself research level chemistry. So the bot is teaching itself and it's in the hands of people. So you could, it could tell you now how to go make, you know, uh, toxic nerve gas because it knows it and it knows what's on the shelves of home depot and it's in the hands of a hundred million people. It is teaching itself again and without any programming, for instance, it scraped the internet and it learned everything off the internet and had access to everything. And it ran out of things to learn from. So it started creating tests to test itself so it can get better. Then it said, by itself, you know, I have all this YouTube stuff. I have all of radio, all the radio shows. I have all this YouTube. I have everything. And it started to whisper is, you know, uh, audio to text. It started using the whisper program and it taught itself everything from video that it had that it had scraped okay without being told to do that it ran out of things to learn from so it started teaching itself and it's now at double the rate the exponential curve um three weeks ago it developed code that makes 25 percent of code Two times faster. It feeds itself. And they're saying this is worrisome because nukes don't sit in a shelter and get stronger. AI is. Um, Let me give you just the summary here of of what we can do. After watching this. The big concern for me is you can't stop it. People are going to do something. You cannot stop it. And it, cause it's already out and China will do it. No, 
if you cut it off from the sources now of 100 million people, it automatically slows down. Okay, You can pause it, and it'll slow down. But China does not release. They've not released a bot like ours in China because they know they can't trust it to not tell their people about Tiananmen Square. They know that it will probably sexualize their children, so they've never released it, and they're not releasing it. By capping it here, it may be the only way to save America. Because they're saying this is so destructive that if we don't cap it and pause, China will win because we'll be in chaos and just it will destroy us as a nation. So I would call your congressman and say, because you can't, you have to play. They were explaining, it's like Wayne Gretzky. He doesn't ski to the, or I mean, um, uh, skate to the puck. He, skate, he skates to where the puck is going to be. There's nobody in Washington that can do that. But we have to just pause it until we get a handle on it. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. This is the Glenn Beck program. So... The ATF, uh, you know, is just making up things as they go along uh, and with help of the last president and this president. uh, I was very upset when Donald Trump uh, went for the bump stock ban. That's not something you can just do. And you don't want to give that power to the ATF. They don't have the power, nor does the president have the power just to do that. Congress establishes the laws. Um, well, thank goodness it's been what? How many years? Four years? But they finally overturned this. Uh, now, this is it's going to go to the Supreme Court. But they've uh, the latest ruling on the bump stock is that the ATF contradicts itself. It has no right to do it. Congress has to act. If they don't, tough beans when they can't get it right. How is the American citizen supposed to get it right? They overturned the ban. That's the second court of appeals that has gone through. It's going to go to the Supreme Court, but that looks really good and might be of help uh, with the pistol brace ruling. Um, I have several friends that have, well, I don't know them personally because I think they're extremists. You don't know your friends personally? No, not these friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, irresponsible. They lost... They've, they've lost a lot of their guns on boating accidents. Oh, no. So very irresponsible. But anyway, um, that have these pistol brace guns. And uh, at the end of the month, it's a felony to own one. Is that, can that possibly be true? It, it is until the court rules differently. <laughs> it's insane. So uh, Stephen Gutowski is with us. He is the founder uh, of TheReload.com. He is a, a journalist. And I've been looking for somebody who's not an activist, but somebody who actually is reading all the laws, knows what's really happening, and can talk to me at that level. Stephen, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. You bet. So... Where does this stand? And 
is there going to be any kind of injunction on this by the end of the month? Yeah, so it's set to go into effect by the end of the month, and anyone who has a pistol brace equipped rifle with a barrel that's got, that's shorter than 16 inches will be considered to be in possession of a unregistered um, NFA item similar to an unregistered machine gun and uh, could be prosecuted for a federal felony. But uh, it, it is possible there could be an injunction before that date comes down. As you noted, there is significant reason to think that this rule is going to be in hot water in the courts because of what's happened with the bump stock ban. I got to believe that there are Americans that would uh, say over my dead body and will challenge it in the court by go ahead, come and get it. I'm not really one of those. I would, uh, I would like to uh, pick another hill to die on. Um, however, I, you know, one would consider it. I would consider it because I'd be the kind of guy they would come for first, you know, to make an example out of everybody. Uh, but you are talking a felony charge, which at least in New Jersey, I know some of the gun charges are like 20 years in prison. Yeah, a federal felony charge under the National Firearms Act is uh, you know up to 10 years in prison. Now, there are a couple of ways that you can comply with the rule. Uh, one is by registering your gun nope. with the ATF. Not going to um, do that. They, they've, waived, they've waived the fee for that. But, oh. oh, that's uh, nice. Now, hang on just a second. Let me ask you. Uh, uh, you know, I have a stamp for some automatic weapons that I've owned for years and years. Uh, and you have to do it the right way, get the stamp. I know I couldn't take possession of that gun until I had the federal license to do it. And if it's ever separated from the gun, I'm in trouble. Uh, so what is the what is the deal? You, they're asking you to turn yourself in while you have the gun and asking for the stamp, which could take a year to get. Aren't they setting you up? I mean, because they won't tell you that as long as you filed, you're not going to you're not going to be charged. That is what they're saying, that as long as you file by the end of the the period, the grace period here at the end of May, uh, that you won't be charged. You know, if if it's processing, there's you can also remove the pistol brace. You can separate it from from your gun. That's another solution that they propose, although they do say that you have to remove it in a way that you're not supposed to be able to Put reattach it, it. Yeah. So yeah. how, uh, how would sort of you, implies do... you have to destroy the brace? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's nuts. So several States are going out. I know Texas is going after this, but I haven't heard anything on it. Where does this, yeah, so where, the... where does this stand in the courts? There was a, a ruling late last month, uh, or sorry, early last month that uh, denied a preliminary injunction in the Fifth Circuit, which is where this case kind of has the best chance of succeeding because that's well, one of the circuits that had the bump stock ban ruling, uh, you know, against the ATF. Uh, but so it, 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 the real question is whether any of these other cases, and there are numerous other cases, will actually get an injunction before the deadline hits. Uh, I mean, certainly you would imagine that that is obviously what the plaintiffs want, and the judges will be mindful of this upcoming deadline. 
But as we saw in the bump stock ban case, that was five years in the making. Uh, no, no judge acted before that deadline went into place. So uh, it's entirely possible you won't that you might win eventually in court, but it might be yeah. years after. So tell me about the the ruling that happened uh, last week on the bump stock ban. That that seemed to be the judge saying, you know, the FBI or the uh, ATF doesn't have any jurisdiction here to just make up laws, especially laws that contradict their own experts and their own people. Yeah, so they relied on something called the rule of lenity, and this played a big role in the Fifth Circuit ruling, too, where essentially because the ATF has basically flip-flopped on whether these devices are legal or whether they should be captured under the NFA like a machine gun is, uh, that makes it impossible for the average citizen to be able to discern what they're supposed to do with this with these devices that they bought legally and so you can't criminally charge anyone for this and that's what this these rulings have come down under uh it's which is interesting because you'd think that the fights over the bump stock ban or the pistol brace ban or the so-called ghost gun ban would be about the second amendment or even you know uh the agency overreach but instead they've mostly been about this rule of lenity principle Every every time I file taxes, I'm just going to say rule of lenity uh, over and what over again. What the hell again. is lenity? What does that mean, lenity? <laughs> it means that if, the, if it's not clear to the government what the law says, you know, for, so for instance, the ATS taxes. used to say that pistol braces are perfectly legal. They had said this for over a decade, and they sent out a bunch of letters on a bunch of different braces, and now they're saying, never mind, these are not legal on their own. You You'd have to, they're NSA devices. And so, because the NF, the ATF doesn't even have a, a good grasp on what the law actually says when they're interpreting it, your average citizen can't be expected to to know that either. Stephen, is there, is there other uh, forms of attack on the bump stock ban? Because, I mean, what, what concerns me about it is, as you mentioned, the Second Amendment, generally speaking, but also executive power as to how they can control guns. I mean, this came from a Republican president, so most of the Republicans who would usually stand up and say this is a Second Amendment violation were didn't. silent. They didn't say much of anything and just allowed this to occur. I worry about that precedent being set. Is there a challenge in the courts to this that can maybe make a difference? Yeah, I mean, the, the Fifth Circuit ruling on the bump stock ban did touch on, I mean, they both, the Sixth and Fifth both talked about rule of lenity, but the Fifth Circuit also talked about the Administrative Procedures Act, which mm -hmm. is what governs, you know, how much power uh, federal agencies have to interpret the law. And they essentially said, what you guys said at the beginning of this segment, the ATF doesn't have the power to just determine that a bump stock is a machine gun when clearly the the statute's text contradicts that uh, because, you know, a bump stock, you still have to actuate that trigger. You still have to pull that trigger every shot you take, which is different from the, the definition, the, the law's definition of what a machine gun is. So th there is that aspect to these cases. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think the... The point is is really vital here. This bump stock ban that Trump did really laid the groundwork for what Biden has been doing yep. with his ghost gun ban and his pistol brace ban. They're basically the same logic, and they're but uh, additionally they're open to the same lines of attack too for that same reason. 
Well, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting to to me that uh, you know we we will remain silent on our side. And it's why we have to stand up, you know, and and reach out when it hurts our side if it violates principles and those you know, the because once you violate the principle on your side, you open the door up for the next. I think this is why they worked so hard to uh, get Donald Trump to nationalize the the drug uh, search for uh, for covid and and tried to nationalize all these companies and say, you've got to make these things uh, to, uh, you know, like uh, the uh, the masks. I think they didn't want that for that time. They wanted that precedent set by him. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it, Stephen. Um, thank you. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, His site, by the way, the reload.com is very good. If, if you really want to understand these issues, he does a lot of deep dives into the intricacies. And and he's all of this stuff is rule of lenity stuff, right? I can't understand any of it. I, yeah, it's I mean, all impossible that, to understand. How is that not an argument for Taxes. Because <laughs> every single yeah. person says, I don't know. I'll give you a great one right now is if you happen to be in the world of filing cryptocurrency taxes. Holy crap. Do they not have any clarity whatsoever? Coinbase is threatening to move its operations off out of the country because they will not give them any regulatory clarity on what's going on. They've asked for years to just try to give us the basics of what you want us to do here. They won't do it. Uh, and this is constant in the world of taxes. And, and I think firearms is just as just as critical, except for the fact that with firearms, if you mess up in any small way, you go to prison. Right. Like at least with taxes that you'll usually get a penalty and have a chance to pay it back. You won't. Well, maybe not me particularly, <laughs> but some people do. Yeah, I know. Um, but I, I, I it is the tool of authoritarians. To have the law so vague that you mm-hmm. can interpret it any way you want. That's why you don't allow the administration, either Republican or, or um, Democrat, to make laws. That is in the Constitution. That power belongs to Congress. Those are the people you vote out. You don't like the law? You vote those people out. What they've done is they're such cowards, they long ago just let the administration, well, the secretary can decide that. No, no, they can't. The ATF can't decide what is a law. They don't have that constitutional power, but we've all accepted it. It's got to stop. There's a great Twitter account called at a crime a day. At crime a day is what it is. At crime a day. And each day it features a new... Uh, ridiculous standard like the the most recent one they have up there is what is the divide between calling something a pie and a tart and in case you were wondering a frozen cherry pie can be called a frozen cherry tart only if the diameter is not more than four inches a five inch frozen cherry tart may be considered misbranded and expose the pie maker to criminal liability under 21 usc 333 and 343 oh my gosh it's, it's a, mike I chase does a great account i wonder if that's why mcdonald's calls them apple pies instead of an apple tart i guess you know because they're about five or six yeah, inches aren't they i don't know yeah that's, that's amazing oh, that's so stupid <laughs> 
the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. There's a few things that I think are uh, are, go- are not going to bode well for the president uh, for his reelection campaign, even though he is spry. Have you noticed that? Mm. That guy is quick as a. Anyway, um, you've got a couple of things going on. First of all, let's look at the state level. Soros back prosecutor in Florida says Ron DeSantis is building a case to remove me from office. It's an SOS call to all those people who are with George Soros and want more crime on the streets. Um, I mean, I just, uh, I, who is for, who is, is there anyone that is listening in a blue state? I should put a period there or a question. <laughs> is there anyone who is listening in a blue state or a big blue city that is actually still for a George Soros DA? Who are these people? Maybe five years ago, you could think, well, we've never really tried this. And right. idiotically, but now, like the people who supported communism, right? Like, we've never yeah. tried this. It's a theory that's been out there. Maybe something will happen that's positive. And then 100 million people are dead. And you're like, you know, maybe we shouldn't try this anymore. Right. That seems like kind of the situation. Yeah. Crime we're in is going out of control, especially in those cities oh my that have a, a Soros DA. And it's all the crime is committed by the same people over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It was, what was it, like 400 people in New York that have um, caused 10,000 crime scenes? Look, the best way to keep crime levels low is to take the people that you know are already committing crimes and lock them up so they can't commit crimes anymore. That's the easiest way to do it. It's hard to predict. Like, we talk about this all the time with, like, mass shootings. It's hard to predict a person who's never committed a crime and decides to go out and buy a gun and who goes through a federal background check and is clean Hmm. as a whistle and then walks into a bank or a school and starts shooting people. Really, really hard to predict who that person is. Not hard to predict the person who's been arrested 374 times uh, when they go out and commit the 375th crime. I don't think I follow you. So let me ask you, uh, (laughs) this Texas fugitive, he killed Five people um, up in Cincinnati. Yeah, horrible, horrible. Um, He killed five five neighbors. Execution uh, was in Texas, right? Yeah, it was. I'm sorry, it's Texas. He was I think living in Cleveland, Texas, right? Mm, Wasn't it? Was it? Search for excuse him murder. Sorry, Cleveland, Texas. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, (laughs) I should probably. I should probably. Uh, read that a little closer. Yeah, I know. Well, I guess it's understandable. Texas. You yeah. see the Ohio reference. Okay. So anyway, so he is, uh, he shoots five, five neighbors. He's on the run. He's loose. No one knows where he is. There's an $80,000 reward for him. Now, here's the icing on the cake. And Stu, you'll have to explain this to me because this is <laughs> kind of goes with your theory. He has already been deported five times. He's an illegal that shouldn't have been here, but had been arrested and deported five times. So your theory is, mm, this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough to predict that he's going to maybe commit a crime. Right. Because he's only done it how many times before? And, you know, is shooting guns frequently in his back and front yard uh, on the weekends uh, into the ground for fun. 
Um, which oh, yeah, could be a fun pastime, I'm sure. But when you're an illegal immigrant and you've already been deported five times, I'm going to say maybe that's a little bit of a warning sign. But you'd think that maybe, because I think people would say, okay, you, someone gets deported, they come back in, what do you do? You got to better you make sure you deport them, right? No, no they, they can stay after that. They're just going to stay behind bars. If you go and you get deported once and you come back in, what is the argument for anything other than this person being locked up? I don't. I, Locked up. Yeah. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. One time. All right, we'll deport you. You'll get a chance I, well, to go back to your home the, country. Good luck with that. Here's the here's the argument. Uh, I don't want to pay for them for you know a long period of time, but I you know I think I will pay for them. I'm just not going to pay for their cable TV and and you know their yeah. their weight room and everything so, else. Start it with a year. Start yeah. it with two years. Start it with five years. Whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. but there needs to be real disincentive. For these people to come and do this over and over again, especially the ones okay. that are actually committing other crimes. All right. Try this one on for size. Could they have seen this one coming? Woman's jogging. She's in Austin. Mm-hmm. She's out for a morning run. Now, I already, I already could say probably a problem. Right. Because you don't like exercise. Well, beyond that, okay. you're in Austin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen. Okay. Uh, so she Austin people don't realize this that don't live here. Austin's not really like Texas. No, it's more like San Francisco. Yeah, it's not as bad. No, it's getting there, but it's getting there. It's getting there. So uh, so this this she comes, you know, she's jogging. She comes along a, 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 a guy who appeared to be outside for a workout. Okay. Um, what kind of work? Well. Uh, she became a little uneasy. I like the way this is written. Mm -hmm. He appeared to be outdoors for a workout as well. I don't know what that means. Uh, except maybe, you know, maybe wearing some Lululemon stuff. I, I, or maybe not, or maybe not. Uh, she quickly became uneasy because he wore a mask. Yeah, I think so. No, why would you? I thought that was going to protect her from COVID-19. Well, no, I don't think that kind of mask. It was, and it was also 90 degrees. Um, (laughs) Uh, but, um, he began to follow her. Uh, after I passed you, I could sense your evil behind me. Isaac recalled in court. I remember looking behind me and seeing you sprinting towards me and then grabbing me. Hmm. Some of the details are too gruesome and unspeakable to say out loud, but let's just say he was exercising one arm and maybe a little <laughs> bit of a grip. You know, see what I'm yeah. publicly. Mm, this, publicly. This, the type of exercise that should remain private. Now we'll see. Is he going to go to jail? No, no, of course not. Because of a Soros DA. Mm-hmm. How many times has he been arrested? Probably dozens. I don't, I don't sure. know. I, I'm. Uh, I bet a lot. I bet this isn't, I bet, you know, you don't nor this is, again, just a, just an observation. You don't normally start with the, uh, this type of crime. Usually there's crimes that lead up to the public exercise and assault, uh, you know, and you think in the Me Too era, when so I, a joke you know, can, can sink a person's career and have them eliminated from society, that someone who is touching themselves in public and assaulting a woman on a jog would be treated harshly. Okay. All right. That would be okay. my thought. All right. And I would agree with that. Okay. 
Hang on just a second. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say he's done it before. Okay. Okay. You're not. I'm not going to. Um, and and would you know if I mean how could you predict? There was another woman who claimed that um, on two separate occasions, uh, he began, and I'm quoting, furiously masturbating over a fire hydrant. Fire hydrants can be sexy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) she took a picture of one of those alleged incidences. One Uh, of... One of the yeah. incidences. Yeah, but he Incidents. he he pled guilty. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh wow, a mistake. That's not like me. I'm not, <laughs> not like me. I am, normally I'm I ne- not that guy. What children were around? So oh, good gracious! Look, I didn't. It was how the fire mm. hydrant was dressed. That was the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, hot yellow number, and <laughs> you know, and 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 mm. you know, there there are the the ten other cases. But, but the, he is not. Ten, I'm mm, sorry. How many? I didn't. You said ten other cases. I don't know if that's true. I. Well, no. Here it is. All ten women uh, claimed mm-hmm. that he had exposed himself to them, mm-hmm. and but who uh, could predict? But who could? Not a not a George Soros uh, district attorney, and he's not going to sell uh, spend any jail time. Oh, good. Okay. Not he's even just for this expressing one. himself. That's all he's really doing. <laughs> he is he's unfortunately just, all mm-hmm. over the sidewalk. <laughs> Now, here's something else that uh, might be falling apart a little bit, and who would have seen it? Um, there, uh, Senator Hawley is calling for a full-scale FBI investigation. I don't even know what that means anymore. Into the 85,000 migrant kids that have just gone missing. But that's it. I mean, <laughs> just look, the 85,000? Hey, we had, uh, what, 345,000 children come in in a year, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't a full year, but early in 2021. And what were we supposed to do? 321, we only lose 85? That's not bad. It's a good percentage. It's a good percentage. We'd be in the Hall of Fame with that batting a, average. Amen, brother. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we lost 85,000 of these uh, migrant children. And uh, they've just... They've just disappeared, and uh, the administration has lost all contact with the children. Now, some would say, (laughs) Houston, we have a problem. But no, no. Um, The HHS has loosened their vetting processes now for sponsors. And if whistleblowers come out, they have uh, uh, retaliated against them. So, but think of it this way. Biden's helping the slave trade come back. He's going to put you all back in chains. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's got that going on. Uh, Holly says they're forced to make auto parts, process meat in slaughterhouses, and re-roof houses. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm a neighbor and somebody's having their house, you know, their roof redone, and I see a kid on the roof, I might ask. I might ask. However, I had a plumber who came with his kid, and I I asked, "Who's the kid?" 
And he's like, as my son, he goes to work with me. And then I never asked any follow-up questions. Right. And you, I, they probably would say, oh, actually, yeah, legal immigrant slave. Uh, yeah, he's really good worker. <laughs> they're not, they're, we, pay, we pay him zero dollars. Yeah. So it works out really it's well probably, for the company. Probably, I mean, if you, it, look, if you have an... <laughs> If you have an honest sex trader, that's what they're going to say. Right. And then you can't trust all of them. That's the thing people that's, don't understand. Yeah. You that's why trust. you leave it in the hands of a Soros <laughs> a DA. Yeah. You which is I mean? where Soros DAs often let right. people but, leave things in their hands. Again, yeah, I wouldn't. You don't want to. Don't want to go. No, no, no. Not don't necessary. shake hands with them. Na, 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 na.